is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is the Players' Lounge, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Britt Johnson, and Newey Scruggs. That is what I'm talking about, okay? My name, you guys said it took months and months for you guys to get your name in the intro. I say it one time, bam. That's how you do You know, I, I just pay people off. That's they probably never cried about it. That's probably what happened. <laughs> yeah, we, did, we didn't give them a hard time. You know, we, you know, we, well, we were okay with it. Mine was not a hard time. I was just like, dang, can I get in the intro? Yeah, you know. And I got, and I got there. Well, you make making stuff happen. So Yeah, I'm I mean, trying. I'm trying. Um, welcome to the Players' Lounge Friday edition, post-game edition. I'm Britt Johnson. I'm here with Danny McRae. Barry Church and Newey are both out today, but we have the boss man himself. Oh, the bo- my boss is here, just review. Wow. You know, wow. he's just going to be here reviewing, judging everything that I do. Exactly. I just feel it. Well, well wait, 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 wait. Before Ooh, we get too deep, before we get too deep into this, I got to make sure I put this on camera, okay? Because once again, I'm here. Barry's not here. And knew he's not here, all right? They made sure to make a big moment of it, of the fact that I had been out. <laughs> I was on vacation. They held it down while I was gone. Knew he wasn't here on a previous show. Right. And then Barry and Nui aren't here for this show. So okay. that's on camera. And I want right. everybody to know that I'm here and I I'm ready to work. And I'm pretty sure Barry is partying right now. <laughs> you know? He's living he, it or, up. Or on a flight. Yeah. I saw I saw Nui at the in Tampa, so mm-hmm. I kind of understand maybe why he wasn't in the last two shows. You know, he was at the, the game, but I don't know about Barry. You you were in Tampa? Yeah. Okay, just so, check because yeah. yeah. you're on the show. But he's here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, true. But I, I'll say this: I did get to to fly the charter home last night. They didn't get that. I'm That's sure if he would have had that option. Uh, he it's, definitely would have taken it. It's okay, man. They got live view and stuff, but I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna okay. get off. It's okay because yeah. I'm here. All right? I love the team that we have here. It's gonna be an amazing show. So yeah. shout out I to mean, us. I worked my first game yesterday, and I didn't travel, and I'm really tired. So I congratulations for being here today, Nick. Because I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got home at like 12:30, and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> what is life? What is life? Um, the game yesterday. You know, I've always been a fan of too short, but yesterday I was not because we lost by two points. Final <laughs> score, 31 to 29. Bucks win the game. I like um, that headline, though, didn't you? You know, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take, take credit for that I one. I read his story, and I was like, you know what? That's, like, yeah. too short, too like, short. from California. You yeah. know, got to do a little West Coast, Best Coast. Yeah. Um, next game is against... West Coast team, Los Angeles Chargers at SoFi Stadium. I'm honestly kind of sad that I will not be at that game because I've been seeing SoFi being built for years, last two years, and I have not gotten to go in the stadium. Last year, they did not have fans in the stands, and I'm really sad about that one. But that is on September 19th, so the Cowboys have a little bit of time to kind of work on some things from now till then. Um, but just before we get into depth of more stuff, what was your guys' just first initial thought after watching the game? Just your first kind of instinct. Yeah, it was um, it was a little tough just because um, I, I had actually thought the game was going to go that way. I said that we would, we would lose by four. We lost by two. You did. Um, I knew that we were going to come out and, and throw the ball all over the place. I did not expect us to run the ball as little as we did. I mm-hmm. thought that we would try a little bit harder or get Zeke uh, more involved in the passing game. I think he caught two passes. Um, so that was a little difficult. Um, the special teams play was a little shaky. Uh, missed some field goals. I watched kickoff. I watched punt. You know, we gave up some yardage there. Some of the kickoffs were a little strange. Um, but it's week one. We got some stuff that we can fix. Um, there's a lot of positives coming out of the game. Uh, Dak looked great. Uh, offensive line looked way better than I thought they would look. And we went toe-to-toe with the defending Super Bowl champions. No moral victories here. But if you're looking for, for good things to pull out of this game, there, there, there are a few of them. 
Nick? Yeah, I just wanted to see them be a better football team. I mean, than, than what we saw last year. And I, I don't know if they're a good team, you know, a, a great team, but I, I do think that they're better than what we saw. And because and, Tampa is a perfect benchmark to start this off. You know, Tom Brady's going to be Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and he was. And, you know, they're, they're a well oiled machine. They got 22 starters back. Everyone's, uh, you know, been talking about that. And they came out there, like you said, Danny, they went toe to toe, and they didn't win. And, and that's the next step. That's what you want to be a really a good team you got to take that step and, and they weren't there they left Tom Brady too much time and and that's what happened but if if that if you play like that you're going to beat a lot of teams on your schedule in my opinion yeah especially considering we have um what the third easiest schedule according to ESPN and NFL um and we don't have another playoff team that we're going to be playing from last season until week 11 which will be the Kansas City Chiefs so hopefully we can those get those stats I don't buy buy into what? Because the, easy la- like, yeah, the last year was last year. Yeah. Teams are totally different coming into a new season. Like you think about the Chargers who we're going to play. This is the second year of, of Herbert. Right? Yeah. And he's going to be, we assume he's going to be better than he was last year. They had some things go wrong for them uh, last season. So I expect them well, to be better. And also, I mean, think about it from the flip side. If someone was talking about the Cowboys the same way, they didn't make the playoffs. Right. But. I mean, from what they saw last night, I guarantee you the Giants, Washington, the Eagles are like, dang. I mean, they, they, they had to be a little bit more worried about it because of what they saw. Well, I'm excited from watching the game yesterday. Obviously, sucks that we lost, but I, after watching preseason, I had no idea what was going to happen, you know, with the, the squad this year. And, you know, even just looking at, like, okay, who are they cutting? Who are they keeping? I don't know if this is going to work. You know, we had, what, six six or seven guys make their NFL debut last night and played in the game. So um, I was excited, especially to see what these young guys are going to do. I was not excited about my Chris Godwin and Jordan Lewis <laughs> matchup that I had thought was going to be great. Um, it started off good, but didn't turn out the way. But we'll talk about that later a little bit. Um, but to go back to your point, um, you kind of made it a big point of saying you hope the pass and run game is split and Dak doesn't have to do as much you know typically I think people kind of wanted it to stay around maybe he passes for 35 attempts or whatever and he passed for 58 which was tying his career high um Zeke we didn't see him used a lot. Um, he rushed 11 times for 33 yards and then caught three passes for 19 yards. What were your thoughts on that? Um, why do you think that that happened? Uh, I mean, listen, this trend has been going on since last year, and Mike McCarthy is not known for you know, uh, utilizing the run that much uh, in his offense, and I think we're going to continue to see that uh, go the same way. I'm still going to say that we have a $90 million running back in the backfield. I would like to see him use more, even if the game dictates that we're not going to be able to run off tackle, run up the middle. I think there are still some other creative ways that we can uh, get Zeke the ball. Um, I don't. I think if you're going to use him like you used him last night, then Tony Pollard should not be getting full series. I think that Zeke should still be in the game getting some of those uh, touches that Tony Pollard got because he needs to be feeling like he's involved in the game. And I think last night, you know, besides him being a blocker, he was kind of a, a non-factor. So I don't I don't think that we can continue to go that way. Uh, I think we're going to need Zeke to carry us through uh, the rest of the season. But, you know, uh, I don't really have confidence in seeing, seeing that many changes. I kind of appreciated the fact that, that Kellen Moore didn't try to just, you know, Run the ball just because we've seen that here before. Like it's not working, but no, this is we do what we do, big on big, and it's like, well, you're not big enough. You're not right. big enough to go big <laughs> on big, and that happens too many times. And so I, I like the fact that they went sideline to sideline, and and they tried to you know stretch it out. Now, you know the 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 run to Zeke at the goal line. I mean. I've said this for a long time. The tight ends can catch the ball, but they're they're a problem when it comes to blocking, especially on especially the edge. Especially Jarwin. Like, like yeah, that that play we saw that in the preseason though. We did see a play, and he didn't. He just barely got a hand but, on it. And that's a block in space as yeah. well. So not even just you know somebody on the end of the line of scrimmage. And this is a safety yeah. and, a, and a linebacker. So you, you, you know you need to to just. Just chuck him just a little bit, get him off, and then you you would think that that Zeke would could do the rest. But I mean, the, the guy you got to give him credit. The guy made a great play. He made play. a great play. Made a great play, and that that 
I mean, that was a game-changing play for them. Yeah, being in um, this building yesterday, seeing that play, all the guys in the room were like, what, how do you miss that tackle? Like, how do you not do something there to kind of at least give him a step back to where Zeke has a little bit of time to, you know, Mm -hmm. get into that end zone? Um, I thought it was unfortunate. It was sad. Um, I'm I'm never going to be happy with how we used Zeke last night. Just, just, just to be clear, eleven rushes, two pass, two catches. Never going to be happy with. That's why I say when Tony Pollard got in the game, we went first down, second down, I believe, in the second quarter. And on the third down, we ran it. We ran like a draw. Didn't get it, and we had to punt. And I'm just like, this the, the the flow of that just. Doesn't make sense. You right. might as well just go ahead and throw it all three downs right. if you're going to do it that way. Right. I, right? Didn't, I didn't understand that that series either. Yeah. If, yeah. You know, I'm like, this. Does, and then it's a whole series of Tony Pollard. So you got Zeke in here blocking for, for six, seven downs, you know, picking up these rushers, and then you put Tony Pollard in there, he gets a screen pass. Yeah. <laughs> he's pitching and doing all type of stuff, and then Zeke is, you know, he's blocking. I mean, he also ran them from the fullback position. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that. I had never seen that one before. Yeah, it's, 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 it's literally confusing that you would he's slimmer he's faster he's quicker so you assume that he's going to get a screen maybe line up at the one and catch a you know whatever didn't happen you seen Leonard Fournette uh out there catching screens and running to the flat you seen the same thing with Ronald Jones and Giovanni Bernard and they still got their running backs involved in the game and I feel like we totally took Zeke out uh besides him being used as a blocker right I agree um and I but I think you you know the the Bucks um run game yesterday kind of reminded me of that old school Giants team that had like they called them Earth, Wind and Fire with uh, Ahmad Bradshaw mm-hmm. and Derek Ward and Brandon Jacobs because you do have like the different sizes and speeds and they all can do different things um, and I, I want Tony Pollard to do what he does and I want Zeke to do what he does and I want to be able to utilize both of them I think both of them should be able you know, to be in the game even at the same time doing different kind of things, and I don't think that that necessarily is being done. Um, but I like Tony Pollard a lot, and I think he's a great running back. And I, I, I know everybody's like, "Oh, give Zeke the ball, feed Zeke," because we're paying him, you know. But I like Tony Pollard a lot, and I liked the way Kellen Moore kind of. Honestly, confused everybody a little bit. He had so many different unique play calls and stuff, and I and I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was just from a fan perspective, it was really fun to watch the game. Even though you know there were times where we're like, what is happening here? Like, oh, why did we miss that? And and whatever. I thought it was really fun and exciting, and it wasn't something so left field that you're like, bro, like don't do that. Because I feel like last season we took maybe more chances in certain times where we shouldn't have like you know going forward on fourth down or whatever different things like that and I don't think we did that I think we played smart still and we were just trying to figure out because we didn't get that in preseason we did not get those opportunities to kind of play with stuff as much because a lot of the starters weren't playing and so I was excited to see all of the stuff that we did yesterday yeah I mean you're you're right about the the Pollard and 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 Zeke and and mixing it up and Kellen Moore did a nice job he really did because because I again like I said I don't I just don't think he looked at that matchup and said we're not going to win this one not not right now Zach Martin comes back it could be it could be a different story uh, somewhat but but still think you know when and I said this on the last show when you get down in the red zone you still have to be able to to knock them back and they that is going to be a problem and I I think that they need to I mean, why why do the Bucks put Vita Vea in a defensive tackle? Why don't the Cowboys do something like that? You know, if you need some beef in there in the middle, do something different. And that's one thing I'd like to see them in the red zone. So, so if you go like I, I I'm going to go back and watch all 11 of Zeke's runs because I don't feel like we were getting killed in the run game. You could do that in the break. That's probably. what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, we could put I'll it on say, yeah. quick. But I, I don't feel like we were getting killed in the run game like that. Like he broke for a 13 mm. yard run. One of his runs for was from fullback. <laughs> he was yeah. falling forward on on some of his runs, you're not going to break every single one, but he was making something happen. I feel like if you give him a little bit, a few more opportunities, then you also have so, that option when you get in the red zone, which is holding us back again. You're saying that you, you think that they kind of just gave up before they even started. Like, they just went in saying that we're not going to get I, this. I think it was more like a third and fourth thought. 
to run the ball. I think it was yeah. like, oh yeah, we haven't ran in a long time. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get a run in. And I I feel like they did what they had to do. I mean, you could clearly see pass protection was on point. I you know, I was the only one actually on the show the on Wednesday that gave Connor McGovern like a little bit. I'm like, you guys, he, he should be getting better from last year. He was already getting better towards the end of last year. I get preseason, he wasn't the greatest, but I had faith in him, and he I believe showed up very well. I think our offensive line as a whole did very well. Um, but our run game, I don't know. Our run protection just was not there for me. I didn't even just watching and just re-looking back at like when they would show different angles of the plays and stuff. I didn't see even space to go. I didn't see openings very often. And Vita Vea had people literally doing the matrix, you know? Like he, people were all the way back trying to like stop him. And he was just unstoppable. Pass protection, good. Run, I just think it was a little stretch to try to do something there and if, I don't know. If it's, we find if we if we find a team that we can run against, I don't think that we're going to run the ball. We saw this last year as well when we thought that there were teams that we can that we can outmuscle uh, on the offensive line, take advantage of Zeke in the run game, and we didn't do it in those games either. So I mean I, I'm gonna keep saying but that it, was but last I don't, year, but I don't, like you said, that was last year. We got the same offensive coordinator and head coach. <laughs> the the call is, is is the same. It's not it's, it's not gonna change. Better. It's not gonna change. But you know, like I said, at the end of the day we lost. And if we would have played a little bit more keep away, I think we we would have been okay. But it's a it's a it's a good game. When you say keep away, you mean at the end of the I, game? I I really think that if we shorten the game by establishing the run, then we have a better chance of winning that game. Well, uh, even at at the end of the game, I didn't like on that last drive that that first, even though it was um, an incomplete pass, that shouldn't have been a pass. It should have been a run right away. That first on the first drive, their first play was. And it, you know, a failed attempt to throw it, but um, it should have been a run. Wasn't that back on their eight yard line? You're talking about like after they got the fumble? Like, or you you mean once they got past midfield and were really like in field goal range? Because well, I yeah. know it's I know yeah. it's it's hard. All these plays kind of <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I don't remember it, but what's, I'm, what's I'm still going to be the one banging on the table to say, hey, run it a little more. Especially but, when you're going up against right. a, a team like that, and you know your defense is is, is giving it up at that point because Tom Brady has us figured out. Figure out a way where if you establish a run at the beginning, then you kind of have something in your back pocket to go to. And I, I don't think we had that. And I'm you know I'm still sitting on the price tag, right? Zeke is making ninety. I know Zeke is great. I've seen him carry us for a lot of years, and I still think that he. Has has that in him, especially when you're in training camp and everybody's saying, hey, he's he's bigger, I mean, he's slimmer, he's faster, he's quicker. We we saw none of what we expected to see from Zeke. And, yes, we stayed in the game and we passed it 58 times and all that. I don't think that's a recipe for us to, to get to the Super Bowl. Well, what do you think about this offensive line? Let's get let's get into that a little bit more. Um, you know, that's what we were talking about all week. Zach Martin, he's not going to be there. He's not going to be I thought Connor did great. In place of him, yes, it's you're not replacing Zach Martin, and I would never say something like that, but I do think that he did his job. Obviously, um, Connor Williams had a couple penalties, but to me, I feel like pick your poison, take the penalty instead of getting your quarterback hurt, and I think that it was he was in that position where it's like, okay, well, if I don't do a holding call here, they're getting to my quarterback. So to me, that's I'm fine with both of with both of his penalties that were called on him. Um, but what are your guys' thoughts, uh, Nick, on the offensive line yesterday? How'd I thought, they look? I thought they, they protected him. Like I said, they protected him pretty good there. They they didn't even try to just you know run the ball behind them. But but McGovern and what it looked like to me that he was doing like a lot of the calls. I mean, I, I, I guess that's what happens when he he puts his hand out there and then all of a sudden Beata snaps it. So it looks like he's the one making a lot of the calls. Uh, I thought he he, he did a, a nice job and and they they think he possibly could be in their top five as, as, as their lineman when Zach comes back. And so, you know, maybe he gets more work at center. Maybe he's a guy that eventually is the center. Or, you know, Connor Williams is on a um, one-year deal. I'm not one-year deal, but this is his last year of his contract. So maybe this is a good opportunity for McGovern to kind of show that, that he's the future here um, as, a, as an offensive lineman. But it was a great test, and I thought he did a nice job. Yeah, I, th- I thought the offensive line played well. They played uh, better than I thought they would. I'm I'm so happy that we held up uh, on the tackle position. Uh, I was worried about Leo with the stinger. Uh, I was worried about Tyron just a little bit because he was coming off the year that he had with the surgery and stuff. I think they held up well, um, kept that clean for the most part. Um, 
and listen, Vita Vea is going to be doing that to a lot of great offensive linemen yeah. this season. So I'm take nothing away from those guys. They did what they could to hold uh, to, to to stop her from getting the deck. So I'm actually really really pr- uh, proud of the offensive line. Um, the Yaddish too. I mean, yeah, I'm don't. like yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm proud of them. I think I think they play well. Dak throws the ball 58 times. He's yeah. not getting killed back there. So he's doing a good job because we all know who the rushers are right. opposite of them. And Tampa Bay has some guys, and Todd Bowles is bringing the pressure. So. I think they did good. I think that we kind of overlooked Biotis a lot because McGovern is the guy that you know, replaced Zach Martin on the fly. And, right. you know, is he going to play? Is he not? It's going to be McGovern. But, I mean, he has eight, eight starts. I mean, uh, Biotis had four going in. It's still a lot of question marks there. So, you know, he, he comes in the game and uh, together, the, the three of them in the middle of the line, I thought, held up pretty good. But, but again, they they didn't just try to run behind them. They knew that wasn't going to be a favorable matchup. I know. I just don't. I know we keep going back to this, even if it's not favorable. <laughs> you got. You got. This is why you paid this man this much money because you believe, even in those situations, that you that he should be able to do something. Because it seems to All me right. like like well, some people are believing that this is going to change uh, after this game, right? So if yeah. we if we play a, a defense who we believe isn't as good against the run, then all of a sudden Zeke's going to get 25, 30 carries, and I don't I don't believe that's going to happen. Well. We could talk about the offensive line probably the whole show. We could dedicate a show to it. But I want to talk about Micah Parsons, but I will wait till after the break to do that because I was actually very proud of him. We'll be right back in just a minute. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. I don't know if you guys missed it yesterday, but if you were not at the watch party at Miller Lighthouse, you missed a great party. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside of AT&T Stadium, where Dallas Cowboy game day traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders performance, beer gardens, and more. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate just got jealous. Well... D-Law said earlier this week, you guys, that he was excited to get back to the way that he knows how to play defense and the way he likes to play defense. Maybe a little shade thrown there. I don't know. <laughs> We're not here to talk about that. Um, oh, oh, yeah. There was some shade, <laughs> there, was some shade there. We, we all know he didn't um, want to be in that 3-4, man. We right. know what he wanted to do. We know what he's best at. Besides that miss on Gronk for that touchdown in the game, I thought he played great. I think the... A defensive line looked great. Um, that is my opinion, though. I'm a defensive girl. I love defense. Uh, what were your thoughts? Just let's talk about the line first. Let's not get into the secondary because that's a totally different story for me. 
Yeah, I thought I thought the D line did did okay. I mean, Tampa Bay is not really known for being a great running team. We know that Tom is going to read the defense and get you into whatever whatever he thinks is best at that time. So I didn't really expect Leonard Fournette and and Ronald Jones to go crazy. Um, I thought D Law came and brought some some crazy energy last night. The dude was all over yeah. the place. That forced oh, fumble. Yeah, for, forced fumble. He's he's tracking guys down from the from the other side of the field. He came to say, "Hey man, y'all look at me. Y'all follow me, and I'll show y'all how to." Play play and I loved it I loved it I thought he I thought he set the tone on our defense and I thought it was really really good um another thing is we know Tom Brady uh is going to get the ball out of his hands quick so you know planning to get a bunch of sacks on that dude is just it's just not good it's not good it's not going to work out for you so for for the chances that we had and the opportunities that we did to have to make plays I, I think we did a really good job especially compared to last year yeah I don't know who's got the record for quarterback to receiver touchdowns like you know Montana and Rice and Young and Rice and Marino and Clayton but I guarantee you Brady DeGronk is up there yeah on they the just list. hit 100, I think 100 yesterday they hit 100. And, yeah. and it was that touchdown that you're talking about with D-Law I mean they the Cowboys tried to be cute and they were cuter I mean they they <laughs> they, they did a nice I mean that was a right. heck of a play there because they were gonna, you know, oh, we're gonna confuse you, send the safety and put, and then Gronk blocked for a second, and then took off. It was just those two guys connecting. I thought it was an amazing yeah, play. Yeah, that, that was absolutely just them. Yeah, that was something right. that they had seen time and time again, and it was like, oh yeah, they they do this all the time, right? Because they're trying to get a, a closer uh, run to the quarterback right. by hitting the C gap, mm-hmm. and it was like as soon as they saw it, it's, it's on. I have to ask this: What fan base was the most? pissed off last night because the Cowboys fan base doesn't seem to be that pissed. You know, they're excited about what could happen. Of course, the Bucks won the game. Patriots. Patriots got to be up <laughs> there, right? I mean, they're like, Gronk, you said you were done. And then like, right. you're doing this and then Brady, All these of back surgeries and all this stuff. Right. You were injured half the time you were here and now you're just healthy uh, as look, can be. Washington this, was maybe up there too. This, now listen, this is the Players Lounge and I am petty so I'm going to go back to this. <laughs> the most upset fan base are the people who pick Ezekiel Elliott in their fantasy football draft with their well, first with their first round pick. I picked them and then <laughs> the person who picked Dalvin Cook said, Hey man, I picked him on accident. I really wanted to get Zeke. So we traded one for one. So now I got Dalvin Cook. <laughs> they got Ezekiel Elliott. But the, that's the most upset fan base right now. Yeah. Well, and also the people who one of the guys, I think it was Isaiah, had benched Amari Cooper. I, I passed what? on him. I passed this on him week. this year. How do you bench Mark Cooper? I, I, I like, didn't bench like, him. I passed him. I just didn't. Yeah, I, didn't I take think him. it was Isaiah. Somebody yesterday, or no, somebody, somebody yesterday said that they had benched. Amari Cooper I, um, for this week, so I think they're pretty upset too. And I can I can throw my story in there too, which could segue to the secondary because I I benched Antonio Brown. Mm. I, I didn't. Oh. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but um, he. He uh, made sure Anthony Brown knows a little <laughs> bit about him and uh, AB and AB. AB, yeah, he was he was outstanding, and we've been hearing reports from from um, people in Tampa. They're like, this guy looks looks guy looks amazing. He looks like back to Pittsburgh form from three, four, or five years ago, and he did. He certainly did. Yeah. He's got well, a great quarterback that knows how to. Well, you, well, you think about it. Him and Gronk, right? It's like, so they got in late. You know, Gronk had been retired. He was still trying to catch up. He had been out of the game for a while. Antonio Brown, same thing. He had been out of the game for a while. And now that they are playing, you know, full offseason training camp and they're looking like the guys who were at their previous teams, it's it's a real, real – there's some trouble out there. So when you say A.B., once again, Antonio Brown – is going to be given a lot of good cornerbacks problems this season because when he was at his best, nobody could touch him. Right. Yeah. Nobody could touch him. So that was just, you know, a notice to the rest of the league like, hey, you better figure out a way to start double teaming me again like y'all used to, or this is going this is how it's gonna look for y'all once when I when I come to town. Brady's made a, guys a lot of money that aren't very tall, that are quick, that know how to run routes. I mean he's done it with Wes Welker. He did it with Amendola. He's done mm-hmm. it, and that's what he does. And so Antonio Brown was already a star, and then now to come in, you know, he's got a perfect match. How upset are you if you're, if you're Mike Evans? Because <laughs> all of a sudden, he's, the number he's, one he's receiver. He's the third guy. Yeah. Yesterday, he was the third guy. Absolutely. He was yeah. the third Fourth. guy yesterday. <laughs> Gronk is third. Oh, yeah. yeah, true. Gronk yeah. is third. OJ, I don't know. You know like, He'll get uh, his. Oh no, he will. He Evans will. will get his because he's he's a. I mean, he's a big big target, and mm-hmm. they'll be mismatched. That's why I think about the same with this Cowboy receiver. Like, 
it'll piss off fantasy owners. But like you know, it, it wasn't Gallup's game. You know, he got hurt, he got banged up. I think he'll be fine. But then there'll be another game where he gets 120 yards, right. and, and Cooper may not get that. So it it's gonna be. You know, it'll go back and forth. I think it was a quiet thirteen catches for Cooper, relatively. I, yeah, I, I think it was. It, it was a lot of maybe not quiet. It's it, not the right it, word. it was quiet because what what we've grown to know Cooper as in the last two years has been slants, uh, some comebacks, mm-hmm. you know, some quick stuff to get the get the uh, chains moving. So when he gets sixteen catches and they're like eight nine yards apiece, then they quietly start racking up, right? And then versus some of those other receivers where you see him catching forty and fifty yard bombs, that's not Cooper's game right now. Right. But what he did for us last night was the Amari Cooper that I say deserves twenty million dollars because he yeah. changed he changed the game and he's that that guy for Dak Prescott when when he needs one uh when, yeah. when he needs one and not even just in his receptions there were like two pretty big blocks he did for get for Gallup that mm-hmm. I thought were amazing I thought literally hands down all around if I'm looking for a guy that I want to pay to be on my offense to you know actually make the blocks catch the ball do whatever I need to do get in whatever space I need to be in to make this team win I'm I'm paying Cooper. Like I thought he played great yesterday. Um, he had the 139 yards, 13 um, receptions, and I just thought it was amazing. And people don't really talk about his blocks that he had yesterday. And I think if he wasn't catching the ball, he was blocking for somebody. And I, I really enjoyed what I saw yesterday from him. I think he is going to do his best to try to prove that he is that receiver that he's saying that he is because. We don't really know him to talk about to talk t- about himself like that. So I feel like if he was going to put himself in that position to be like, yeah, I'm the best receiver and yada, yada, yada. Like, I think he really is putting himself in a place like, no, I'm going to say this and I'm going to believe it. I'm going to do my Muhammad Ali. I'm going to think I'm the best until, you know, I'm going to yeah. say I'm the best until I am. And that's what he did. And I, I thought he looked great yesterday. I, I'm not, listen, but I'm not going to fall for this. It's week one. And you and said road I, games? Listen, and no, he came through on a road game? No, 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 no. That, and that's, it was a road game? This is this is my guy's, this is Barry's thing uh, about Amari oh, Cooper and the, the, and the away games. <laughs> and, and the stats will show. That that year, I think it's Jason Garrett's last year that he would he, he didn't show up for for the road games. All right, now albeit he was going up against like Stephon Gilmore, some other some really good corners, but he wasn't showing up. But I've also had Amari Cooper on my fantasy team, and there have been a lot of times where sixteen catches, sixteen targets, and then there's been some time where it's like, where is this dude at? So he he has to be consistent. As, as what he did last night, if he could continue that for the rest of the season, ah, he, he he could be in that conversation for the top receiver in the league. Okay, well, we got a little off track talking about offense again, but the offense did get everybody excited. Let's get back to the secondary because um, my guy Jordan Lewis, if you guys don't remember, on the show on Wednesday, I said – the matchup that I wanted to look at most was Chris Godwin versus Jordan Lewis. I thought they were both physical guys. Um, Jordan Lewis actually started the game off really well. There was like a really big um, play at the very beginning of the game. I was like, see, this is the matchup I'm talking about. And Barry even said it too. He's like, that's that's your matchup, Britt. And I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. And then it kind of went downhill from there. He did end up having, you know, that return on the pick. Uh, for 66 yards, but I, I almost feel like that was just right place, right time kind of thing um, in that situation. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts on the secondary? Um, how did you feel? Are you excited to see these young guys come up now? Because, um, you know, we still had some guys that were not able to participate, especially um, Calvin uh, Joseph, which I do really want to see, and I do think he'll end up winning that starting spot uh, for a corner. But what are your thoughts, Nick? I thought Anthony Brown had a rough night. I mean, I, I thought he uh, was exposed a few times, especially on the deep ball. The deep ball wasn't really anything fancy out of Antonio Brown. He just kind of got a little bit of a stutter, and it was gone. He put his hand up said, I, I've, I've got him, and he, and he did. Great throw by Tom uh, to get him there. But I thought Diggs was, you know, was just kind of what we've seen in camp. I thought he did a nice job. And Jordan Lewis is a battler. I mean, he's not going to win them all, but, I mean, he's he's scrappy. The ball finds him. He finds the ball. Um, and he did he did a good job. J, uh, J. Ron Curse, to me, was a player that really stood out and and I know I feel weird talking about the defensive backs before Danny because Danny actually <laughs> has done it um, here on the players lounge but I, I just think big physical safety you know something about that you and Barry both and I thought J. Ron Kirst did really a, a nice job yeah I, I thought the secondary um, 
you know, for the points that we gave up, like I said, I didn't expect us to be great because I knew what we were going up against. Um, so I think this was a big – it was a good test for us. You know, so guys are going to go in and they're going to be able to see what they did on film and they're going to say this is what we need to fix. Like I'm going I'm to continue to say, Anthony Brown had a very tough matchup uh, last night. He, yes. a, Antonio Brown, is 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 poised to be one of the top receivers in the league this year. And Anthony Brown, you know, had the misfortune of going up against him for the first game of the season. I think that he can play better. I think he will play better. Last night just wasn't his night. Trayvon Diggs, I'm liking it. Yeah. Um, I'm liking it. I, I, I like him getting his hands on on, on the ball. Ooh, I like me. the way that he's challenging guys. I saw him on the uh, the, the the play that uh, I think was it uh, Godwin caught and we thought it was an offensive P.I., he's shutting uh, Mike Evans down. If you see Mike Evans running the out route, he's right in front of him, right on him, like white on rice. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I like to see it. I will say this. Some things that you watch and you think that it's on some of the guys in the secondary, you'll see Micah Parsons out of position a couple times mm-hmm. where he's supposed to be underneath some of those in-cutting uh, in routes. And it looks like it's on the cornerback, but he's supposed to have help there. It's not supposed to, like Tom Brady's not supposed to be able to throw a bullet. It's supposed mm-hmm. to have to go over somebody's hands. And we saw that happen a couple times. Micah Parsons will learn from that, and he yeah. will be in the correct position uh, moving forward in the season. So I, I, I think it's positive. I think it's positive. I think we can look up. Like I said, I'm going to that Antonio Brown thing is a, is a mix up. Uh, him and Tom Brady are on the same page. Gronk and and Tom Brady are are they're going to do that to a lot of guys. But I think if you're looking for us to battle and not blow coverages like we did last uh, last season, I think we're all right. I mean, what if if Trayvon Diggs gets that interception at the end of the game? Right. Like, like I mean, it would have been an amazing play. It was just flying in the picture, like. Everything's different about this whole team. <laughs> I mean, the secondary, like, they got, well, that would have been, what, five turnovers? We we tackled last night. Uh, yeah, you're right. We, 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 we broke on the ball. We, we I'm going to say we minimized it, but it wasn't crazy uh, yards at the catch. All right, so they, they, they saw the quarterback throw it. They broke on it. They made those tackles. We got some three and outs. <laughs> like you said, we got turnovers. We've been talking about turnovers since I played. Yeah. <laughs> we have and that was 2010, right? Yeah. So, and we came out and we get, what, three, four, four. Uh, last night? We get four. Uh, uh, you know, the last one counts. I mean, the uh, before halftime counts, but the, the ones, Hail Mary, yeah, the, yeah. the ones that I'm really talking about are the ones that counts we on my fantasy team when <laughs> I had Brady. But but as far as us being able to create <laughs> yeah. those type of turnovers, yeah. punching the ball out, getting interceptions, we we did that in True. game one against right. Tom Brady uh, last night. So I think it's on the up and up. We're not perfect, um, but I think you know we got a lot of room for growth, and I think Dan Quinn will get us right. Okay, well we got to take another break. When we come back, we will be talking special teams. Special teams, special teams. Organic pumpkin smoothies are back at Smoothie King with at least 13 grams of protein each and five options to choose from. It's easy to find a favorite to help you reach your goals, like the new Keto Champ Pumpkin. Packed with a whopping 23 grams of protein and nine net carbs, it's a quick and nutritious meal on the go. So order online or through the app for pickup or delivery and power up with pumpkin and protein. Official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. 
and the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back to the Players' Lounge. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest presented by Captain Morgan is back and we're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others for a chance to win a Super Bowl 50... Oh, win Super Bowl 56 to Los Angeles. Nominate today at Cowboys, DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. Danny... You told me to come with my stuff. I have sweatshirt from, what, NFC Championship 1992. I got my Dallas Cowboys shoes on. Like, okay. what What do I got to do? Like, I, I, I know there's no participation trophies here. I'm really trying to win. I got my mask, my lanyard. Are you are you gonna nominate me now? Nah, well, no? listen, let me okay. tell you something. One outfit doesn't get it. <laughs> one outfit doesn't get you. Should fan I just send year. you a picture and of my closet of all my Cowboys stuff? And it's from 1992. I mean, yeah, uh, the throwback. Yeah. Like, that's like a real fan. If you have something from 19 and something white from 1992, like I had to make sure it was bleached a, perfectly. A real fan would be able to tell you who we beat to win the NFC Championship, NFC uh, in 1992. You're pointing at me like I don't know the game or because, the score because, because I don't know. <laughs> who, who was it? Was it the 49ers? Yeah. Huh? Did you just guess that? <laughs> no, I was just if thinking the 90s, to make sense. <laughs> if, early it was, 90s. if it was a big win against the 90s, you can guess. You could guess they that it was beat the 49ers. the Packers in the divisional round, and then they beat the 49ers. That happened like four or five times. Yeah, they beat the Niners 30 to 20. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we. I, I might vote Nick to be fair. I think. Fan of I year. think. Yeah, I think that went out the window as soon as you signed the papers to like work here. Like, pretty much. You know, that, that, was you. On, that was my question. That was my question on Wednesday. I was like, can employees win this? Not eligible. No. no, no. Okay. Sorry. Wow. Get other perks. Wow. So, so now you gonna uh, stop wearing your Cowboys gear? No. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I have to work. He suggested that I bring two outfits to work every day, like wear cowboy stuff and then switch when I'm going on camera. Now I'm not changing. If she wants to, if she wants me to nominate her for fan of the year, yes. Well, I can't not, even win yeah. now anyway, so forget it. Yeah, I'm not. Right. I'm just gonna keep my stuff at home in the closet. Cool. I don't like washing a lot of clothes. Okay, <laughs> I don't have maids and nannies and all of this stuff to do my laundry for me. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. You're not getting fan of the year. Well, that's fine. All right. Special teams. Special teams, are they going to be able to get us through this season? Because clearly it seemed like um, most of the blame was put on them for our loss yesterday against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, four points left on the field. And I honestly would argue more because I even feel like that 60-yarder originally, that wasn't a special teams problem, but Dak took that 12-yard sack and then there was a penalty right after that, which pushed us back even more and we ended up with a 60-yard field goal that, of course, we did not make as well. But we missed a 31-yard field goal. We missed an extra point. We lost by two. What are your thoughts? Yeah, those four. Yeah, those <laughs> you, you, I mean, I, 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 I'm not good at math, but I know that's not good. This, this, lose yeah, by two. This, this is what I will say. We are not guaranteed to win the game if we have those four points, but Tom Brady has to go score a touchdown, yes. different. which is totally different. Way different. Totally different. You can and, Gio, Gio Bernard for four yeah. <laughs> so, all day. Okay? Yeah, I'm not keep, worried about keep, you. Keep on throwing that. Yeah. Keep on throwing that. So the defensive calls would have been totally different if we have to uh, keep Tom Brady from scoring a touchdown. Those four points were huge, mm-hmm. and we are going to depend on those points the entire season, right? So he's going to have to be comfortable with – making kicks consistently like that that's what you need to do and this is bones's guy so we have to have confidence in him and your coach has to have confidence in you too to make sure that he feels good good with you uh, making those kicks. Oh, I think he's got confidence. I mean, oh, yeah, well, he's – okay, what's happened with Zerline? Well, he missed an extra point, and he's also hit the worst field goal you've ever seen, which is earlier, you know, less than an extra point. So let's give him let's a 60-yarder. 60 60 you know? <laughs> I, I'm, but you, you're absolutely right, Britt, on that. Uh, they had first and 10 on the 21-yard line, mm-hmm. and Dak got a sack and then a penalty on Connor Williams, yeah. and you're kicking 60-yarder? Like, that's three points. Points that probably should have been there. Right. The other field goal as well, the extra point. I mean, now you're looking at seven points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a different 
It's a different game. We get it. Was a forty-one yard kickoff return. Uh, yeah, that that can be fixed. Like those things, they they don't really bother me that much. It's week one. Like I said, a, a lot of these guys, this is the first time that they're playing as a full special teams unit in this type of situation. So they're still learning it, and I think they got better as the game went on. They, they, yeah, they, they, they got some positives oh. out of it. Brian Anger is, I mean, I think he. There's a reason why that that they really loved him coming out. I mean, because uh, he's, I mean, he had a really nice game. I mean that yeah. that punt. They didn't win the game, but if they would have won it, I think you would point to that play. He flipped the field position on them. C.J. Goodwin is a beast. Like he can absolutely. run. He can absolutely run. Don't know what other skills that he can do. He can run. Him and Cedric Wilson did a nice job because that was a moment where you know they they really flipped the field there. Good job mm-hmm. with Brian Anger. So I, I think there's some positive things. I mean, the kicker missed. He had right. to correct himself. He kind of got himself back going again. I feel better about him than I did. You know, now I asked this on the other show. If he misses the kick, the the one to take the lead with a minute twenty four, he misses that kick. Is he is he the gone? Is he gone? Why would he be? Yeah, no, I'm not I talking about so. right. I'm not even right. Yeah, yeah. right I, now. Like, I, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. That's that's that, that's two big moments. Which means he, he's been hurt. We've cut guys for being hurt and missing kicks. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, I, I, I think so. But I mean, that's Bones' guy, so he has a little. A, a little bit more leeway than some other guys would, so I'm I'm, I'm not really sure. But yes, the good things I had uh, CJ as my uh, defensive MVP last season. Yeah, uh, that's how good he played to special me teams. last year. Special teams, okay. uh, but he's you know, but he's a cornerback, so I just gave him defensive MVP because our defense was not really good. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody had to get it, you know. So somebody somebody had to get it, but. I think that's every every game he's going to be a standout guy. Mm-hmm. He's he's super fast. He knows where to be, how to get there. He, he's savvy with uh, getting off some of those gunners. He's always going to make those plays. Um, so, like I said, I'm not mad at coverage. I'm not mad at our punt return. I think C.D. Lamb made a very good play. I think it was like 11 yards he gets yeah. on that uh, on that punt return. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you know those missed field goals, man. That also counts as special teams. So sure. it's you know that that's what knocks you down a little bit. So we yeah. just we just got to make those kicks. And I think because um, he you know he did have his I, I believe he had back surgery during the off season, and so we didn't really see him most of preseason. He comes in that final preseason game, misses a fifty six yarder, then and then comes into this situation and is missing more. And you know everybody's talking about oh it's just the first game. It's bo-. like when. Does preseason like in those conversations? Because I feel like maybe we should start having starters and guys playing preseason again. I know the whole Adrian Peterson when he you know tears his ACL in preseason and everybody's like, no, no starters in preseason anymore. But I we can't st- keep using the excuse as the first game. Oh, it's the first game, so blah blah blah. No, that's what preseason's for. Like, we need to figure out if this guy is consistent, if he can do this, that, and the third, and get it out of the way before the season starts. Because it could, like I said last episode, NFC East is always a close division. We either, even last year, as terrible as we were, you know, we were four and, you know, I think. 10 at a point in time and we were still in it to win it like we still we literally still came down to the last game to determine if we were going to like win or not you know so I think these one game does matter at the end of the day it can matter so like we can't just take this first week one as like uh well it's the first game oh it's against the defending Super Bowl champs like I don't feel like we can do that like okay then let's start getting guys back in preseason and start playing at least the final game at least the first quarter of the final game well, like they used to do well i will say this with greg you have a vet you have a guy who's familiar Ten with years the, i don't say but you have a guy who's familiar with the coach so just like any quarterback or any veteran running back the assumption is you know we know these guys we've seen what they could do preseason a lot of times is when you're trying especially with losing a game you're trying to see with these other guys who haven't got NFL uh, experience, how they're going to play and if they're going to make, uh, going to be able to make the roster and help your team. I, I say um, we go back to the old way, you know, where it used to be the guys that are barely trying to make it play the first couple games. There's a big cut after that, and then there's another big cut. Like I don't like everybody staying on the roster pretty much and only cutting like five to ten guys 
right off the back, or you know what I mean, throughout, and then wait until the end to do this monster cut of 15 people. Well, you're going to have to talk to yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know. about I'm that gonna, I'll, 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 <laughs> because, see, I'll see what I, I got can a, do. I got a uh, game we should watch. It's the uh, 2016 preseason game with the, between the Cowboys and uh, Seahawks because uh, their <laughs> starting quarterback <laughs> just got, like, crunched over. And, you know, now it, it, and look what it happened, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, ended you, you got to think about it. Jacksonville lost ETN for, uh, for right. the season. And, and, you know, so it's you're taking a risk. I think that it's a risk. I, I think that the, the Zerline thing is you expect them to make those kicks. He's a vet. You've seen him do it before. For, and it didn't happen for him last night. Uh, well, and it didn't happen for him the last preseason game he played either. So is but, it just all the but, injury but, that you think? Uh, I, listen, sometimes that happens. We saw this happen to Dan Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes you I get injured and then I all you're not, Bailey, you're not able honestly. to kick, kick like that. <laughs> He's out there. <laughs> I, I don't judge kickers. Maybe I should, but I don't judge kickers for 50-yard field goals or, you know, or more. I mean, like if you miss – you may, I mean, yeah, you, but you, this you, was a 31 and no, extra. No, I know, but, but, but the preseason. But you said that about talking. preseason, yeah. and I, I was like, did it get there? I mean, did it, did it look okay? It was missed right. a little bit. I'm, I'm okay with that. You got to make some. You can't yeah. just miss all of them. But 31, not even hitting the net. I mean, but, like, that was... Also remember that he's probably making these kicks in practice. <laughs> All right? So they're yeah. not just out here practice? watching this. We no, talk I, about practice. Yes, but I'm saying, <laughs> when, when you got a guy coming off an injury yeah. and yeah. you got vets and all this stuff, they're not watching them sit out here and miss 31-yard 31, uh, 31 field goals in practice. He's he's nailing them. They're so assuming that he's going to be able to do what is the timeline, and what are we, like, how many games, and if he continues, if he has another game like this, do we cut him then? How Like, what's the timeline for that? Like, what would you guys think it looks like Nick you know like I know it's difficult when you when this is your guy it's going to be difficult him and bones are together so usually when you have somebody pulling for you like that you got a little bit more leeway. But this than, is than, our than team. This hold is on. like a no, champ. You know on. what I mean? No, this, I'm not. I, I'm hold not on. saying my decision. I'm just. I, I'm just right. telling you that that's that's how it goes. <laughs> Danucci's still here. Right. Who pulled for him? That's the way love goes. Mike McCarthy. Apparently. Okay. <laughs> Put him on the practice squad then. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I just. I've said this before. Why? Why do we got to have the Rams farm squad when it comes? Um, when it comes to like, why are we the Rams AAA team for their special teams? I mean, think about it. Every they they didn't. Didn't want Zerline, they didn't want McQuaid, they didn't want Fossil. So I mean, like, but the Cowboys get them, and they're like, oh, let's put them all together. I mean, they like, wanted Joe D. Right. <laughs> Joe D's in the ring. They wanted I'm Joe D. I'm just gonna stop talking at that. You know how I feel about Joe D. Uh, but I, I'm just saying, yeah, this whole my guy, my guy thing, that's cool for a while. But, I mean, make your kicks. It's yeah. real simple. Make yeah. your kicks. And that was the ugliest. That's not, it wasn't just a miss. That thing. Oh, I'm not vouching for the guy. I'm just telling you how it works. That thing. <laughs> that's, no, that, that's, that's well, how it's going to go. He kicked that to South losses. Beach. I mean, oh, that thing yeah. just went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I think when it's win and losses, you, you we can't be doing this my guy stuff anymore, you know? Like, this is, ta- this is going to be detrimental to my team, to yeah. people's fantasy teams, to whatever you have. But um, that is our show for today on the Players' Lounge. We will be back next week, Monday through Friday at 1230 p.m. PM, yeah. AM. Huh. I'll be here at twelve thirty AM. No, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you guys next time. I'm Britt Johnson. My boss man Nick <laughs> is gonna fire me after this episode. <laughs> and oh, Danny McCray. Nah. The pressure is on. <laughs> the pressure. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!